0: It's been so long. Oh, my God. It's been, like... 84 years. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's go back to the Titanic, shall we? It's... uh,
0: (laughs) I can't believe she just
1: threw it in the ocean. God, at least Uh, sell it.
0: Sell it, please. Uh, You have relatives (laughs) who need that money.
1: I'm sure somebody would need it at the very least. Like, if you're not going to give it to your relatives, like, give it to... Anybody who needs it. <laughs> right.
0: How, how dare you hold on to it for that long?
1: Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I get it. Because mm. she's, like, giving it to Jack, right? Like, cause the last time she saw him was him sinking to the bottom of the yeah. ocean. Okay, so, like, you know what?
0: There was room on that goddamn door for there him. There was room on and that there door. There was so room. I just saw something recently that said it wasn't a door, but it was, like, the area of, like... At the, you know that double staircase in it yes that that's like a panel above that oh that they're but but still, regardless of what the fuck it was <laughs> there was still room. there was room
1: yeah like uh would it have sunk maybe but they would have both been like in the water anyways it's not like she was out of the water exactly she was just less in it yeah you know
0: there was totally room. I'm bitter. I am fucking bitter. And then
1: they kind of like, you know, body heat, you know? I know. <laughs> it's fine. What were they thinking? Not much. <sighs> Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Agents and Asmas. <laughs> the reason that it's been 84 years is because it's been three weeks since like we've podcasted. Three long weeks
0: without and it's you. Like so
1: <laughs> I just I feel like we've never done this before. I you know? know, like I'm like, what is a podcast <laughs> <I don't> now? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, so it's I fine.
0: went to I went to Rhode Island to visit Eric's family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so we had a ton of fun. We went and drove by the Conjuring House. Have you heard of that? The movie no. The Conjuring.
1: I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never. Yeah, heard of yeah, it. I haven't
0: yeah. seen the movie either. But apparently, it was based off true events in at a house in rhode island so we drove by that they have new owners there and um they are setting it up to start tours so next year when we go visit we will be able to tour that house okay so that was really cool mm-hmm. and then we had an episode earlier um that was set in rhode island and um mm-hmm. And I know I talked about um, Eric's parents living on the most haunted place in Rhode Island, which is Tower Hill Road, and mm-hmm. so they kind of drove me up and down the whole thing and showed me all the haunted spots, so... That's cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I really liked it. I had a good trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It sounds like fun.
0: So, anyways, I'm Lynn.
1: And I'm Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> and we are Idgits and also Aspots. We are
0: Idgits and Um uh, Today we are talking about Season 4, Episode 3, called in the beginning we start out in a motel room dean's asleep so sam sneaks out and gets in the car with ruby okay sam you need to stop the sneaking around
1: just dude get it together
0: it, he, what are you okay, doing he's gonna get caught he's
1: going to and dean is
0: gonna be super pissed if he finds oh, out yeah. that way
1: i mean dean's already gonna be pissed but if he finds out because he like walks in on you doing something stupid he's gonna be really pissed (laughs) i know
0: just tell him that's the easiest way for him to find out because Mm -hmm. you control the information that he gets
1: exactly and so he's not going to go snooping around thinking that you're doing something okay he might still go snooping around but like he's not going to be snooping around trying to figure out what it is that you're doing and draw his own conclusions he'll go off with the information that you've given him exactly dumbass He really is. What an ass butt.
0: Okay. Uh, So Ruby says, ready? Sam says, definitely. They drive away. Back with Dean, he's having a bad dream about his time in hell. He wakes up and Castiel is there.
1: Castiel was watching him sleep. Also, Cass is kind of a weirdo at this point. Cass is a weirdo who doesn't doesn't have social skills.
0: Yeah, no social skills. (laughs) I kind of love him, though. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Cass says, hello, Dean. And what were you dreaming about? (laughs)
1: Okay, I was I was watching this. I'm like, oh, all the Destiel fans are just going bonkers over yeah, this one. That's true. <laughs> like there is going to be no restraint. I thought
0: it was so cute. It reminded me. Of, I was I just rewatched the um, the 200th episode fan fiction. Mm-hmm. and it reminded me I'm not going to spoil anything but um, well maybe but it, <laughs> okay you know what I'm gonna never mind <laughs> I rewatched it and I cried a lot okay
1: okay okay.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so Dean says you get your freak on by watching other people sleep what do you want Cass says listen to me you have to stop it Dean says stop what Cass touches Dean on the forehead and suddenly Dean is laying on a bench outside mm-hmm. a cop says move it buddy you can't sleep here Dean says okay sleep where the cop says anywhere but here so dean sits up and pulls out his cell phone but it says no signal dean says perfect (laughs) across the street is jaybird's diner so he goes inside and sits out sits at the counter next to a guy who looks about the same age as dean dean says to him hey where the hell am i the guy says jaybird's diner dean says yeah thanks i mean city and state the guy says lawrence kansas are you okay buddy dean says yeah tough night Dean pulls out his phone and asks, can you tell me where I can get reception on this thing? The guy says, the USS Enterprise. (laughs) A (laughs) A waiter hands Dean a cup of coffee, and he's all decked out in hippie gear. Dean says, thanks. You know Sonny and Cher broke up, right? The guy next to Dean says, Sonny and Cher broke up? all three of them look confused.
1: (gasps) The collective, oh, no. I know, right?
0: (laughs) So Dean takes a look around the diner. Everyone is dressed old-fashioned. The guy at the counter is reading a newspaper, and Dean looks at the date. It says Monday, April 30th, 1973. A guy walks into the diner and says, hey, Winchester. Dean and the guy next to him both look. The new guy says, son of a bitch. How you doing, Corporal? The guy next to Dean says, hey, Mr. D. Mr. D says, I heard you were back. Good to have you home, John. Damn good. Dean finally realizes that he's sitting next to his dad. Daddy Winchester! I know. Mr. D walks away and Dean stares at John. John says, Do we know each other? Dean says, I guess not. John gets up to leave and says, Take it easy, pal. And we get our opening title sequence.
1: Okay, not gonna lie, Young Daddy Winchester, kind of a smoke show. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yes. And let's be real, we've been next to this guy multiple times at conventions. He just wanders the crowd. And at one point, I think I have a picture of him. um, uh, It was during like... It wasn't during karaoke. It must have been during the concert Mm -hmm. that he was wandering around. And then he's, like, standing on Eric's chair and, like, using him for, like... He got behind... So,
0: like, Eric and I were both standing up. Uh He got behind Eric, stood up on his chair... Eric didn't know he was there. <laughs> he I did No, because Eric, Eric was just standing up like, what's happening? Yeah. And I nudged him and I was like, look. And so he finally looks up and behind him. And
1: he's just like, Whoa. and young
0: Daddy Winchester finally puts his hands on Eric's shoulders and yeah. starts patting him. And yeah. Eric is just like,
1: oh <laughs>
0: And they kind of look at each other like,
1: "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bro moment. It was so cute. I have a picture of that moment of yeah. um, of Matt like, yeah, with his like mm. arm all pumped up and, like, you know, just, like, doing his little, What's his actor's
0: name? Oh, Matt Cohen. Matt Cohen, That's right. Um, I also saw um, a panel. I'm sure Matt was joking, but somebody was talking about Cockles. Do you know what Cockles is? It's the ship name for um, Jensen Ackles and And Misha Collins. Collins. So Mm -hmm. it's Cockles. I was going to say, I think it's... So it's the Mm -hmm. ship of the actors, not of the characters they play. Yeah. And Matt Cohen thought Cockles was Ackles and Cohen. <laughs> and someone was like, "No, it's 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 Jensen and Misha." And Matt got all
1: like mad. <laughs> and he's well, like, why? "No, it's mine." <laughs> I know. Well, and it's so funny because like it seems to be. I mean, obviously not for real, but it seems to be that pretty much all of the actors and actresses have this like you know crush on Jensen Ackles. Oh yeah, all of them. They're always talking about like how attractive he is, and like. I mean, about Jared, too. Like, mm-hmm. both of them, for sure. But Jensen definitely, I think, comes up more frequently. Yeah, I think so. And they're all like, oh, is it, you know, is Man Musk? And he, they're just so attractive. And all yeah. the and it's like, he, all the actors are fangirling about him and Jared. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. all the time. I think it's hilarious.
0: It's amazing. <laughs> One other thing to know about Matt Cohen is that, for some reason he takes off his shirt a lot.
1: He does. He's it's, like constantly undressing. And, it, and it's these totally things. it's
0: totally a joke. Oh, yeah. well, I think he just does it on purpose now to I'm sure. like but it's I don't know why. I've seen him shirtless so many times. I
1: know, right? Well, and like okay, for the
0: record, I am not complaining.
1: Oh, I'm not even. Okay.
0: <laughs> I am fine with it. I am he totally can undress fine with it. as much as he wants to and that's fine.
1: I mean, maybe if you're at a convention you should probably keep the undies on. <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> but still <laughs> oh my gosh no so um do you remember i think it was the last convention that we were at in bellevue and they had this like red like unitard thing for oh, him yeah. that they like squished him into and everybody was like riding on it and oh i think it was spate that was like, he's like, I'm going to sign his crotch, you know? And he's like yeah. down with a Sharpie, like trying to, just like, yeah, dude? Ugh, he's boys. like constantly putting himself into like tight outfits or just taking off clothing. Right.
0: It's his thing. It's what he does. I
1: think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we
0: cut to John walking down a street and Dean following him. Dean rounds a corner and Castiel is there. Dean says, what is this? Castiel says, what does it look like? Dean says, is it real? Cass says, very. Dean says, okay, so what? Angels got their hand on some DeLoreans? How did I get here? Cass says, time is fluid, Dean. It's not easy, but we can bend it on occasion.
1: Okay, so when I saw this also, we have a video of Killian going, time is a human construct. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That means they made it up. Uh And I was just like, It's a little like, it's like a Killian grown up. I know, know? yeah. Time is fluid.
0: You are totally right. (laughs) I love it when Killian was saying that. I wonder if he remembers it.
1: Possible. It was so funny, though. I I posted it on Facebook, and everybody's like, that kid is so smart. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. He is smart. He is
0: smart. He's very smart. He just learned how to somersault today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did two in a row, too. He's really not doing that head tuck. <laughs> no, he's, he's just kind of
1: like done He's, eep, he's <laughs> done a lot of
0: unfortunate headstands <laughs> trying to do it. Yeah. But it's cute. Okay. Okay. So Dean says, well, bend it back or tell me what the hell I'm doing here. Cass says, I told you, you have to stop it. Dean says, stop what, huh? What, is there something nasty after my dad? Just then some car t- tires squeal and a horn blares. Dean looks at the source of the sounds, and when he turns back, Castiel is gone. Jerk. Yeah, no. know. Dean <laughs> says, Come on. What are you allergic to straight answers, you son of a bitch? <laughs> we cut to John at a car dealership. The salesman says, Fine young man, fine young man like yourself, just starting out. How about I take off another 250 John says, Let's do it. The salesman leaves and, to get the paperwork, and we see that he's about to buy a Volkswagen van.
1: <laughs> it looks a lot <laughs> like the
0: mystery machine. Really? Scooby-Doo's yeah, kinda, car? Yeah,
1: I'm sure that's probably what it was modeled after, I too. think so, yeah. Like, that type of van, anyways. Yep.
0: Dean is leaning on Baby, who is for sale next to the van. Dean says, that's not the one you want. John says, Are you following me? Dean says, no, no, I was just passing by. I never got to thank you for that cup of coffee. Uh, I was a little out of it. John says, more than a little. Dean says, let me repay you the favor. This is the car you want. John says, oh, yeah? You know something about cars? Dean says, yeah, my dad taught me everything I know. And this, this is a great car. 327, four barrel, four barrel, <laughs> 275 <laughs> horses. 275 horses? I don't know how to say that. 275 horses?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay, I obviously I don't, know. don't know my car shit. I'm sorry. Me <laughs> too, do I. Dean says, a
0: little TLC. This thing is cherry. John says, you know, man, you're right. Dean looks, Dean looks over at the van and says, what are you buying that thing for? John says, kind of promised someone I would. Dean says, over a 67 Chevy. I <laughs> mean, come on. This is a car of a lifetime. Trust me, this thing will still be this thing. Blah, blah, blah. Trust me, this thing's still going to be badass when it's 40.
1: And you know what? She is.
0: Yeah, she is. <laughs> John holds out his hand and says, John Winchester dean shakes it and says dean van halen <laughs> I, I was in pretty bad shape this morning huh john says no kidding dean says i've been hung over before but hey i was getting chills in that diner you didn't feel any of those cold spots did you john says nope dean says i swore i smelled i smelled something weird too you know like rotten eggs you didn't happen to smell any sulfur by chance john says no he's
1: like dude you're nuts yeah
0: dean says have there been any any... (laughs) (laughs) dean says have there been any cattle mutilations in town (laughs) john says okay mister stop it
1: you're freaking me out yeah
0: dean says yeah if only i knew what to stop listen watch out for yourself okay john says yeah sure and dean walks away the car the car salesman comes back out and john points to baby and says i'll take this one we cut to John pulling up to the curb in front of a house. We see that Dean has stolen a car, and he parks a little way down the street. A young Mary Winchester comes out of the house and looks at Baby. She says, "What's this?" John says, "My car." Mary says, "What happened to the van?" John says, "Mary, this is better than the van. I got a three twenty-seven, a four-barrel carburetor. It's got a three twenty-seven, a four four-barrel carburetor."
1: He's running fast. Yeah, he
0: is. <laughs> We cut to John and Mary out on a date at a restaurant. Dean is outside watching them through a window. Dean says, Sam, wherever you are, mom is a babe. I'm going to hell. Again.
1: <laughs> he's just like, he realizes what he's doing. Yeah. He's just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, what it's, did I it's just not, do? It's not good. So inside the diner, John says to Mary, I should just talk to him. Mary says, my dad's being my dad, John. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like adjusting my bra. I don't know what happened, but like my boob is out and it's <laughs> weird. Okay, sorry, sorry. I just didn't want want you to wonder what exactly I was doing with my boobs.
1: Oh, I wasn't really paying attention for all I knew. I was itching your armpit. I was looking at my (laughs) nose.
0: All right, well, everything is fine. Okay. Okay, so um, inside the diner, John says to Mary, I should just talk to him. Mary says, my dad's being my dad, John. It's not you. John says, how is it not me? He's been like this for how many years? Mary says, he's just protective over me. That's all. He doesn't want me to. John says, hook up with a mechanic from a family of mechanics. Mary says, no, hey, I love you for exactly what you are. I'll be right back. She gets up and walks away. John pulls out a little box from his pocket. Inside is an engagement ring. Dean is still watching from outside. S- suddenly, Mary is behind him. She says, why are you following us? And then she kicks him and tries to fight him. Dean says, I mean,
1: she's being pretty successful, too. Oh, yeah, no, she, <laughs> she totally
0: is. Dean's just kind of blocking, but not, like, attacking back.
1: Yeah.
0: Dean says, are you crazy? She says, you've been trailing us since my house. Dean says, I don't know what you're talking about. She says, oh, really? She tries to punch him, but Dean dodges and shoves her up against a wall. Dean says, okay, how about we talk about this? Mary says, let me go. Then Dean notices that on Mary's charm bracelet is a pentagram. He lets her go and asks, are you a hunter? We cut to John dropping Mary off at home. He says, see you later. She says, if you're lucky. They smooch. Then Mary gets out of the car and John drives away. Dean steps out from behind a tree. Mary says, Dean, right? I'm not sure you should come in. Dean says, you can trust me. I mean, come on. We're all hunters, right? I mean, we're practically family. (laughs) Mary says, the thing is, my dad, he's a little... Dean says, oh, I gotta meet him.
1: (laughs) He's like, I have. I've I've heard. (laughs) Mary says,
0: you've heard of him? Dean says, clearly not enough. So they cut to inside uh, Mary's house. Her dad says... So you're a hunter. Well, then tell me something, Mr. Hunter. You kill vampires with wooden stakes or silver. Dean says, neither. You cut their heads off. So do I pass your test? Mr. Campbell says, yep. Now get out of my house.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Scram.
0: Yep. Mary says, dad. Mr. Campbell says, I don't trust other hunters, Dean. Don't want their help. Don't want them around my family. Mary's mom says, knock it off, Samuel. Samuel says, he's a hunter. Mrs. Campbell says... Who passed your little pop quiz, and now I'm inviting him to dinner. (laughs) To Dean, she says, you hungry? Dean says, starving. She shakes his hand and says, good, I'm Deanna. You've met my husband Samuel. Now wash up. To Mary, Dean says, Samuel and Deanna.
1: Really? (laughs) I love how Dean got named after the grandma. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It's
0: pretty great. I think it's
1: fantastic. Yep. And I think he's kind of stuck between, like, I think in that moment, it kind of seemed like he was, like, as he was processing, like, I got named after a girl. Yeah, I think so.
0: (laughs) I also like to mention here that the actor who plays Samuel Campbell is is also on the X-Files. It's a pretty main character. I mean, he's not, like, the two main characters, but he's, like, Uh the biggest side character. He plays Skinner. Mm-hmm. Who is like um, Mulder and Scully's boss in
1: the FBI? To so, like Cast, yeah. He's Cast in X Files. <laughs> no, I mean he's well, like, like he's
0: like their, their level. Yeah, yeah. He's he's their boss, so yeah. he's a little bit higher up. He's I I he blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just saw him at the at the Vegas convention, and it was super cool to see him. I think yeah. um, one thing he said that really stuck with me. Like, a girl asked him if his character was in love with Scully because I guess that's like a big fan theory. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: And he said that he actually, it wasn't anything that like was talked about, but he tried to play it a little bit like he was in Scully, huh. and so that just makes me need to rewatch all of the X Files so <laughs> that I can see it, because it never crossed my mind before, and yeah. now I just need to know. Yeah. So, anyways, I really love this actor. I mm-hmm. really hate Samuel Campbell. I don't like him.
1: Yeah, he's I, a little too. Yeah, I don't like him. At, yeah, I
0: don't like him at all. But I really love the actor who plays him. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see him do a panel. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay, so we cut to the dinner table. Deanna asks Dean, First time in Lawrence, Dean? He says, Well, it's been a while. Things sure have changed, I think. <laughs> Samuel says, You work in a job? Dean says, Yeah, maybe. Samuel says, What's that mean? Dean says, It means I don't trust other other hunters either, Samuel. Mary says, Hey, so why were you following me and John? Dean says, I thought something was after your boyfriend, but I don't think that anymore. Deanna says, John Winchester mixing it up with spirits. Can you imagine? Samuel sighs and Mary says, I saw that. That sour lemon look. Samuel says, Now hold on. John's a really, really nice, naive civilian. Mary says, So what? Would you Okay, first of all, he's not a civilian. He just got back from the war. So Oh well John yeah, but like as far as As far as hunters go, goes, I still just yeah. don't think you can call him a civilian.
1: Yeah, it's a different type of civilian. It is, yeah.
0: yeah. It irked my tater. (laughs) Mary says, so what? Would you rather me be with a guy like this? And she points at Dean. Dean says, what? No, no. (laughs) Samuel says, Mary, of course not. It's just that I... Deanna says, that's enough. Both of you. We have company. Dean says, so what about you, Sam? You working a job? Samuel says, might be. Mary says, he's working a job on the Whitshire farm. Dean says, Whitshire? Why does that name sound familiar to me? Samuel says, it's been all over the papers. Tom Whitshire got tangled up in a combine a few towns over. Um, Dean says, that kind of thing happens. I didn't know what a combine was, so I looked it up. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like farming equipment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Huh. Yep. Dean says, that kind of thing happens. Samuel says, except why was he on it in the first place when his crops are all dead? Dean says, demonic omens. Samuel says, that's what I got to find out. Dean says, so what about the rest of the town? Did you find anything on the web? Everyone looks confused. And Dean says, of information (laughs) that you have assembled?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Whoops. (laughs) Yeah. Deanna
0: says, electrical storms, maybe. The weather service graphs should be here on Friday. Dean says, by mail? Samuel says, no, we hired a jetliner to fly them to us overnight. Dean chuckles and says, you know, it sounds to me like we might be hunting the same thing. You know, if we go in there in numbers, we'll take care of this real quick. Samuel says, what part of we work alone do you not understand, son? We cut to morning time at the Whitshire farm. Samuel and Mary are parked in a car. Mary says, I'm here because... Samuel says, family business, Mary. Family. They get out of the car, and we see that Samuel is dressed up like a priest. He says, what, you'd rather be waving pom-poms at a bunch of dumb jocks? Mary (laughs) smiles and then notices a younger boy leaning against a tree looking upset. Mary heads over to him, and Samuel says, where are you going? Mary says to do the job, Dad. Samuel goes to knock on the front door, but it opens, and Dean is standing there dressed like a priest. Samuel says, Not "For the first time, I, I know." Seen him that way, yep. Samuel says, "Father, I see you beat me here." Dean says, "The Lord is funny that way." <laughs> Dean introduces. Shit. I love it. Dean introduces Samuel to Beth Whitshire. He says, "This is our senior senior priest, Father Cheney." <laughs> Samuel says, please accept our deepest condolences on behalf of the county diocese, diocese, diocese. Dioces. I never knew how to say that. Sorry. Okay. Dean says, Mrs. Miss Whitshire was just telling me all about Tom and how normal and ordinary things were on the day before his death. Samuel says, I see. So you didn't notice anything unusual, ma'am. She says, you mean like my husband's guts fertilizing the back 40? <laughs> Dean says, Excuse me, and heads over to Mary and the boy.
1: Like, you've clearly got this under control. Yeah, right. Now. I'm
0: leaving. <laughs> Mary says, Charlie, would you like to tell the father here what you just told me? Charlie says, Dad drank sometimes. Sometimes he got rough with mom. Mary says, And that's when the stranger came. Charlie says, I thought he was some Bible thumper like you all. He showed up about a week ago. Dean says, Saying what? Charlie says, I charlie says did i want the beatings to stop i just thought he was crazy i didn't think and the next thing i know dad's dead am i going to jail mary says you didn't do this charlie dean says did the stranger want something in return charlie says he didn't want anything dean says come on chuck he wasn't just handing out freebies now was he charlie says he did say something about coming a calling 10 years from now and maybe he'd want something then dean says something like what charlie says i don't know okay look i told you he was nuts Mary pulls Dean away to talk privately. She says, what do you think? Dean says, I think he just pimped his soul to a demon and he doesn't even know it. They go back to Charlie and Mary asks, do you remember what the stranger looked like? Charlie says, yeah, he is about 5'10", white. He was kind of normal looking, really. There was one thing. It just the light hit his eyes in a weird way. And for a moment, I could have sworn. Dean says, what, that they were black or red, maybe? Charlie says, no, they were yellow, pale yellow. We know
1: that one. I know.
0: That freaked me out when the the first time I watched it, I remember being like, oh,
1: shit. Yeah. (laughs) I do remember that. Even this time I was like, I I know know what happens, but it was just kind of like, oh, no. I know.
0: So we cut to Mary's house. Samuel says to Dean, what do you say we just slow down and talk this thing through? Dean says, there's nothing to talk about. Samuel says, except you're saying there's a demon and none of us have ever heard about a demon with yellow eyes. Dean says, yeah, well, I have. This thing killed my family. Samuel says, just calm down, son. Dean says, you don't get it, do you? You are in danger. We are all in danger. In fact, you need to get yourself someplace safe. Samuel says, not until we know what we're dealing with here. Deanna says, Sam's right, Dean. It could be a demon. It could be a shapeshifter. Any number of things. Dean says, I know what this thing is. I'm going to kill it. That's all the talking I need to do. Samuel says, you're going to kill a demon? How? How? Dean says, There's a hunter named Daniel Elkins. He lives in Colorado. He has Colt's gun, the Colt. Samuel says, Yeah, I heard about the Colt. I used to tell it to Mary as a bedtime story. Dean says, Well, it's real. Samuel says, Okay, say that it is. You got some kind of crystal ball telling you where this demon's going to be? Dean says, Yeah, maybe I do, and he pulls out Daddy Winchester's journal. Samuel says, What's this? Dean says, It's a list. My dad wrote down anyone he thought ever came into contact with a yellow eyed demon. Who, where, and when? Samuel asks. Why? Dean says. Cause the more he could learn about the son of a bitch, the more he could figure out why. way why The more he could fill. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Just go slow. <laughs> Dean says. Cause the more he could learn about the son of a bitch, the more he could figure out why it killed my mom. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Thank you. You earned a cookie. <laughs> Ooh, cookie sounds good. Or a donut. I will eat that crap is, out of those donuts. There is
1: donuts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dean says, look, Whitshire Farm. I told you that name sounded familiar. Samuel says, "Witchshire Farm. That was two days ago. How the hell is that on your dad's list? Dean says, uh, my dad could see the future. Look <laughs> at this. Says he's going to hit here tomorrow night. Samuel reads, Liddy Walsh. Dean says, Haleyville. That's close. Samuel says, yeah, it's about three miles. But Dean says, I know you guys think I'm crazy. Samuel says, You seem like a really nice kid, Dean, but yeah, you're crazy. Dean says, Yeah, maybe, but I know where this bastard's gonna be, and I'm gonna stop it, once and for all. We cut to Mary in another room looking through records. Dean walks in and says, I'm shoving off. I just wanted to say bye. Mary says, Really? So soon? Dean says, Yeah, I have a job to do. Hey, I wanted to tell you, you know, for what it's worth, it doesn't matter what your dad thinks. I like that John kid. Mary laughs and says, You do? Dean says, yeah, yeah, I think you two are meant to be. Hell, I'm depending on it. Mary says, what? Dean says, nothing, nothing. Can I ask you a question? He says, can I ask you a question? What's he like? John. Mary says, why do you ask? Dean says, just curious. Mary says, I don't know. He's sweet, kind. Even after the war, after everything, he still believes in happily ever after. You know, he's everything a hunter isn't. No offense. Dean says, no, none taken. Mary says, can I tell you something? He's going to ask me to marry him tomorrow. I think that's going to (laughs) explode,
1: but I don't care. I'll run away if
0: I have to. I love John and I want to get out. I love John and I want to get out this job, this life. I hate it. I want a family. I want to be safe. You know, the worst thing I can think of, the very worst thing is for my children to be raised into this like I was. Well, I won't let it happen. Dean looks like he's going to cry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> He's like, oh,
0: "What a if shit. Only you knew. How how horrible must that feel to Dean?"
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we went down the exact opposite path of what you wanted us to do ever. You know? I am
0: I am the exact opposite of what you wanted me to be. Yeah, you know? Just mm-hmm. uh that must yeah. really hurt. Mary says, "Hey, you okay?" Dean says, "Yeah, no, I'm fine. Hey Mary, can I tell you something even if this sounds really weird? Will you promise me that you'll remember?" She says, "Okay." Dean says, on November 2nd, 1983, don't get out of bed, no matter what you hear or what you see. Promise me, you won't get out of bed. Dean's single man tears. And yeah. Mary says, okay. So we cut to Dean driving a car down a highway. Suddenly, Cass is in the passenger seat. Dean gasps and then says, so what? God is my co-pilot? Is that it? Cass doesn't respond. And Dean says, oh, you're just a regular chatty Kathy. Tell me something. Sam would have wanted in on this. Why not bring him back? Cass said, You had to do this alone, Dean. Dean says, You don't care that he's tearing up the future looking for me right now? Cass says, Sam's not looking for you. Dean it's says, like, What did you do to him? That's I know. I right, thought. right. <laughs> Dean says, All right, if I do this, then the family curse breaks, right? Mom and dad live happily ever after. Sam and I grow up playing Little League and chasing Tail. Cass says, You realize if you do alter the future, your father, you, Sam, you'll never become hunters, and all those people you saved, they'll die dean says i realize cass says and you don't care dean says oh i care i care a lot but these are my parents i'm not going to let them die again i can't not if i can stop it he looks over at cass but cass is already gone we cut to dean um in daniel elkins house opening up a safe and pulling the colt out a shotgun cocks and daniel says hold it right there friend drop the gun be on your way dean points the Colt at daniel and says can't do it daniel Daniel says, who the hell are you? Dean says, a hunter, just like yourself. Daniel says, thief's more like it. Dean says, I just need it for a few days. Daniel says, not happening, mister. Dean says, look, I have a chance to save my family's lives. My family, but I need this gun to do it. So if you want to stop me, kill me. Daniel points his gun away from Dean. Dean says, there's some hunters in Lawrence, the Campbells. Daniel says, never heard of them. Dean says, that's where she'll be. Daniel nods, and Dean leaves. We cut to Samuel and Mary cleaning guns. Mary asks, Dean say where he's going? Samuel says, Said he was going to kill a demon. Mary laughs and says, Kill a demon? That's impossible. Where? Samuel says, Oh, I don't know. Haleyville? The Walshes, maybe. Mary says, Oh, wait, not Liddy Walsh. Samuel says, Well, yeah, I think so. Mary says, Dad, she's a friend of mine. We got to help her. Deanna comes over and says, What's wrong? Mary says, I'll, t- I'll be in the car. Samuel says, she wants to hunt. She doesn't want to hunt. Is this some female time of the month thing? Deanna rolls her eyes Jeez. and walks away.
1: Like, dude, you are too stupid to even dig into it. I know. That's just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so we cut to Liddy Walsh sitting on her couch with the yellow-eyed demon. He says, I'm sorry, Liddy. It's metat- It's metastasized. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah. Okay. His liver, his lungs. It's time we talked about arrangements. Liddy says, No, you have to do something, Dr. Brown. Yellow Eyes says, There's one way, a cure, actually, but I'll need your help. Liddy says, What do I have to do? Yellow Eyes says, Nothing. Just in 10 years, I'm going to come to you and ask for something then. Liddy says, What? Yellow Eyes says, Nothing you'll miss. And his eyes go demon yellow. Then Samuel busts into the house and shoots Yellow Eyes in the stomach. Yellow Eyes' mind powers the gun one way and Samuel against the wall. Yellow Eyes says to Liddy, hold that thought. Samuel says, you son of a bitch. Yellow Eyes turns around to see Mary about to stab him. He pushes her away and says, well, hello there. Where the hell have they been hiding you? They fight a little and Yellow Eyes says, I like you. You got a lot of spunk. They fight some more and then Dean is there with the colt. Yellow Eyes holds Mary in front of him to shield him. Dean says, you let her go. Yellow Eyes says, where'd you get that gun? Then he demon smokes out of his meat suit. We cut to outside the house dean says mary what else did he say to you she says i told you just that he liked me what did he mean by that samuel comes over and says Liddy's a strong kid she'll be fine are you okay mary says no dad i'm pretty far from okay can we go she walks to the car and samuel says to dean nice job in there dean says i missed this shot samuel says take the compliment son i'm saying that i was wrong about you Dean says, we need to talk alone.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're going to have a moment. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we cut to Dean and Samuel in Samuel's house. Dean says, we have to kill this thing now or Mary dies. Samuel says, what? How do you know that? Dean says, I just do, okay? Samuel says, when? Dean says, well, maybe today, probably years from now, but it's happening. Trust me. Samuel says, so what are you, some kind of psychic now too? Dean says, no. All right, listen to me. Now, this is going to sound a little... Actually, it's going to sound massively, massively crazy. (laughs) Mary is my mother, and I am your grandson. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Samuel says, You want to run that by me again, son? Dean says, My real name is Dean Winchester. I was born January 24th, 1979. My parents are Mary and John Winchester. Samuel says, I don't have to listen to this. Dean says, Mary gets killed by a yellow eyed demon in 1983. Now, I think that this, what happened tonight, I think this is the moment he caught her scent now if we don't catch this thing now and kill it it gets away then mary dies so i'm asking you please we cut to john outside mary's house mary runs up to him and they hug john says hey are you okay mary says you promised you'd take me away john says of course uh john says of course i did mary says do it now
1: get me out of here yep.
0: so john helps mary into baby we cut back Uh, to samuel and dean dean says how did i know about the cult huh how did i know about yellow eyed demon or where it would be i'm not making this up samuel samuel says every bone in my body is aching to put you six feet under but there's something about you i can't shake it now i may be crazier than you son but i believe you dean says thank you samuel says now how do we find this bastard dean touches his dad's journal and says right here this list samuel says and with the cult Dean pulls the gun out and sets it on the table. Samuel says, let me see it. Dean pushes it further away from Samuel. He says, sorry, I don't let anybody hold it. Samuel says, I'm your grandfather. Dean says, nothing personal. Samuel says, sure it is, especially when it's me you're trying to kill. Then Samuel's eyes go demon yellow. I need to take a drink of water.
1: Oh, it's all good. So, I have something to say. (laughs) Oh, say it, please. I think that... Yellow Eyes could not have picked a better person to possess because their personalities are very similar. They're both snarky. I mean, obviously, yeah. Yellow Eyes is a demon, right? right? And, like, you know, Samuel is not a terrible person or anything, but he definitely, like, they just kind of, like, blend together, right? Like, Dean yeah. would have never known. No, you're right. I mean, right. He, he was still, he was kind of cautious, I think, like, when he asked for the cult, he was like... Yeah. Um, no, you know, but I don't know if it was cautious because he thought something was up or just cautious because he's like, nobody's touching this but me. Yeah, well,
0: it it really paralleled that scene before where Pillowise was possessing Daddy Winchester Mm -hmm. and he kept asking for the cult and they Mm -hmm. were like, no, yeah you know, and you could tell John is very different from Samuel because Mm -hmm. they, they could tell it was the demon because he was not mad at them yeah he was too nice mm-hmm. yeah or john would have been pissed at them mm-hmm. but yeah. but you're right they samuel and yellow eyes do blend really well together mm-hmm. so you can't tell and he doesn't yeah. really know samuel i mean he's only yeah. known him for what 24 hours or something Ish.
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah okay so yellow eyes mind powers dean against the wall yellow eyes says future boy huh I only know one thing that's got the juice of sling something like that. You must have friends in high places. So why kill your mommy? That's why you came all this way to see little, little me? Dean says, oh, I came here to kill you. Samuel says, hey, wait a minute. If, that's, if that slug marries your mommy, are you one of my psychic kids? Blah, blah, are you one of my psychic kids? Yellow Eyes sniffs Dean's neck.
1: <laughs> in the, kind of a creepy, like, Mm, Didn't like it (laughs) It made me uncomfortable It
0: made me uncomfortable But I liked it
1: (laughs) I was I mean it wasn't It it went It's not like it was like Totally out there It was just kind of One of those like Will you stop sniffing him Yeah
0: I was just kind of like I wonder how many people Because of Would love to do that Well yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like when you think about all the people that do like photo ops with Jensen Ackles mm-hmm. and how it's very widely known that he smells great. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people actually sniff him noticeably.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Probably. I mean, do you think it's
0: like two out of five people like kind of lean in and sniff? <laughs> I
1: wonder be if they so realize awkward. it though, because like mm-hmm. sometimes you're smelling something, you don't even realize it. You're just like, oh, and you just kind of like your nose kind of lit and you're just like, oh, yeah. And it's probably that situation, too. They're just like, something... Oh, sorry, man. You know, like, yeah. this is awkward now.
0: <laughs> I bet that happens to them all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Ugh. Yeah. It must be so weird.
1: Jensen and his man musk, apparently. I know. So I will report back to you. Oh, you... Yeah. We'll see. Yeah.
0: Rochelle's gonna get a picture with my Aunt Kelly with them. I am not, thank God.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, I have to see what everybody, like, the actors, too, they go on and on and on about how Jensen smells so good. Like, they're like, even when he works out and he's sweating, he still smells good, and it's just not fair. Right. And I'm like, I need to smell the smell. Yeah,
0: smell him and let me know for sure. (laughs) I will not
1: make it obvious, though. (laughs) Okay. I'll just take a deep breath. Yeah. Act like I'm nervous, which I will be, so it wouldn't be too far of a
0: stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So Yellow Eyes sniffs Dean's neck and then says, no, not you. Maybe you got a sis or a bro. That's terrific. That means it all worked out. After all, it's why I'm here. Dean says, so that's what this is about. These deals you're making. You don't want these people's souls. Yellow Eyes says, no, I want their children. I'm here to choose the perfect parents, like your mommy dean says why her why any of them yellow eyes says because they're strong they're pure they eat their wheaties as they're talking we see that deanna is in the kitchen eavesdropping yellow eyes says my own little master race they're ideal breeders oh get your mind out of the gutter no one's breeding with me though mary man i'd like to make an exception so far she's my favorite Dean sees Deanna creeping out of the kitchen towards them. He says, So why make the deals? Yellow Eyes says, I need permission. I need to be invited into their houses. I know, I know. The red tape will drive you nuts. But in ten short years, it'll all be worth it. Because you know what I'm going to do to your sibling? I'm going to stand over their crib, and I'm going to bleed into their mouth. Demon blood is better than Ovaltine, vitamins, minerals. It makes you big and strong. Dean says, For what? So they can lead your discount demon army? Is that your big plan? YellowEye says, please, my endgame is a hell of a lot bigger than that, kid. Dean says, endgame, huh? What endgame? YellowEye says, like I'm going to tell you, or those angels sitting on your shoulder. No, I'm mm-hmm. going to cover my tracks good. Dean says, S- you can cover whatever the hell you want. I'm still going to kill you. YellowEye says, right, now that I'd like to see. Dean says, maybe not today, but you look into my eyes, you son of a bitch, because I'm the one that kills you yellow eyes laughs and says so you're gonna save everybody is that right is that it well i'll tell you one person you're not gonna save your grandpappy then yellow eyes holds up a knife and stabs himself in the gut
1: jerk move Diana
0: screams no and yellow eyes mind powers her mind power throws her he walks over to where she's crawling on the floor and snaps her neck dean is suddenly not being held against the wall anymore so he grabs the colt but yellow eyes is gone we cut to john and mary parked by the water john says uh i guess it's no secret why i brought you here mary says john but john says just let me get through this okay mary says okay wait there's things you don't know about me john john says so he holds up the ring john says i will always love you for exactly who you are they smile at each other and mary leans in for a kiss And Mary leans in for a kiss. I don't know what I just said, but it wasn't that. (laughs) Uh, When suddenly Yellow Eyes in Samuel's meat suit pounds on Mary's door. Yellow Eyes says, what do I tell you? Mary says, Dad. Yellow Eyes grabs Mary and pulls her out of the car. John says, sir, just listen. Yellow Eyes is, like, manhandling Mary, and she says, you're hurting me. John comes over and says, hey, take it easy. But then Yellow Eyes snaps John's neck. Oh, that it. was hard for me. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. not like that.
1: And the first time I watched it, my mind immediately raced. I remember watching it for the first time going, like, but
0: what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's not okay. But Dean! <laughs> I know. So Mary holds John's lifeless body and says, you killed him. Yellow Eyes... Uh, whose eyes are yellow for Mary to see, so she knows that it's yellow eyes, says, oh, you're... <laughs> he says, oh, y- sorry. My notes, look- <laughs> my notes look really weird here. I started kind of, like, not writing the word says. I just, like, I write, like, an S and a little slash, so I don't uh-huh. have to keep writing the word says. Oh and it just doesn't look right here. Too much shorthand. Yeah, too much. Okay, so Yellow Eyes says, oh, not just John, sweetie pie. Mommy and Daddy, too. They're all dead. Yep, afraid so. You're a little orphan Mary now. She says, you son of a bitch. Yellow Eyes says, oh, sticks and stones may break my bones, and they won't bring your ba- your family back either. She says, I'll kill you. I swear to God. Yellow Eyes says, oh, let's not get nasty. Now, look, we both said some things that we regret. Let's uh kiss and make up mary starts crying yellow eyes says i'll tell you what i'll arrange to have lover boy here brought back breathing she asks my parents too he says nope sorry doll that's not on the table think about it you could be done with hunting forever the white picket fence station wagon couple of kids no more monsters or fear i'll make sure of it mary says what and at all costs and all it costs is my soul he says oh no you can keep your soul i just need permission She's like, for what? And Yellow Eyes says, in 10 years, I need to swing by her house for a little something. That's all. She says, for what? He says, relax, as long as I'm not interrupted. Nobody gets hurt, I promise. Or you can spend the rest of your life desperate and alone. Mary, it's a good deal. So what do you say? We cut to Dean driving up to Yellow Eyes and Mary. They're kissing they're like really kissing too that, that mm-hmm. wasn't just like one little chased peck no they've been kissing for a while mm-hmm. I don't like
1: it it was a full make session yeah. there
0: Dean says no he runs up to them with the Colt, but yellow eyes smokes out of Samuel then John comes back to life suddenly Castiel is beside Dean we cut to Dean waking up in his motel room Castiel is there Dean says I couldn't stop any of it she still made the deal she still died in that nursery didn't she Castile says, don't be hard on yourself. You couldn't have stopped it. Destiny can't be changed, Dean. All roads lead to the same destination. Dean asks, then why did you send me back? Castile says, for the truth. Now you know everything we do. Dean says, what the hell are you even talking about? Cass looks over at Sam's empty bed. Dean says, where's Sam? Castile says, we know what Azazel did to your brother. What we don't know is why. What his endgame is. He went to great lengths to cover that up. Dean says, "Where's Sam?" Cass says, "425 Waterman. Your brother is headed down a dangerous road, Dean, and we're not sure where it leads, so stop it or we will." And then the screen says to be continued. Uh
1: I have thoughts.
0: Hit me with them.
1: So, first of all, Cass wants to smite Dean. <laughs> or sorry, Sam. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, he totally does. He's just like, "Listen. I'll do it, and I won't feel bad about it, Yeah, It's like, okay. Also, (laughs) I have a hard time with the fact that Mary's been told twice in this episode, like, you know, first by Dean, like, you know, don't get out of bed this day. You know, like, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you see or hear, don't get out of bed. Right. Right? And then Azazel tells her the same, like, basically, like, as long as I'm not bothered... Yeah. And, like, you'd think that she would put the two and two together, like, oh, I'm going to stay out of his way, because whatever it is is has right. to do with him, and, like, she's clearly already seen what he's done, right? Yeah. And so, it's like, come on, you know?
0: Yeah, it is weird. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe she forgot? I mean, I don't know if that's something you just forget.
1: I don't know. Well, also, at the same time, though, it's like, she woke up, she was tired, she probably didn't know what day it was, you know? Right. So, there's that, too. Like, yeah. You I hear your baby crying, and yeah, yeah, you're just like okay. I'm just gonna wander, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. But yeah. So, anyways. Um. Also, Cass brought him back in time to get in the way just enough to have everything happen like it did. So it's kind of like, hmm. You know. Like, yeah. How did this? You know? How? How? Yeah. You kind of it makes you wonder like how it happened before.
0: Right. Right. Without without, without Dean's him. intervention.
1: But to be fair, so. Even though we're in the future, Mm -hmm. Dean got sent to the past, so which is technically, like he probably was the one that caused all those things to begin with right
0: he he had to go back in time because he, he'd always gone back in time mm-hmm. you're getting all timey-wimey here i feel like we're <laughs> watching doctor who
1: time is a human construct you know what time
0: is a human construct
1: <laughs> we made it up
0: <laughs> i really struggled with this when i had my existential crisis
1: <laughs> i'm
0: totally not joking i don't know if i've talked about that I mean, did i talk about that on the podcast already my existential I crisis. I had one um, right around right before Christmas time. I had like this huge existential crisis where I was like, "What is the meaning of anything?" And <laughs> it's yeah. like society and all of that is just totally bonkers. And oh yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, I just I just like it, just like all caved in on me. And then, um, you know what actually helped me was googling it I was I don't know I was like maybe this is Google, an existential Google crisis what? like just existential crisis oh, okay. you know yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and it actually sent me to a lot of websites to help with that huh and so if that's happening to you at home <laughs> please <laughs> do some online research because it will help you
1: be careful but do it yeah <laughs> definitely
0: do it but then it was like that happened to me and then my cousin um called me to tell me that she was gonna stopped doing dialysis. Yeah. And so she was gonna die in a couple weeks after that and it just it didn't help anything. No. Yeah. 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 Obviously ugh, I don't mean to say that she inconvenienced me by making that decision. I just mean, you know
1: It just was like it, you know it was an extra everything dose all of happened death. At once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. she
0: she did that because that's what she needed to do and I totally yeah. respect that. That's that's okay, yeah. you know. But um Um, where was I going with any of that?
1: Existential crisis. Um, I don't even know.
0: We were talking about. Time warp
1: stuff. And
0: going back in time because he had always gone back in time to cause all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I don't think it happened any differently any other time. No. I think
1: it was. That's just what it was. Yeah. That's what I think. Other than maybe the first time.
0: I don't know. Maybe, But then he
1: still would have gone back in time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: This is too much. (laughs) I need to quit now. (laughs) This is one of those things that I sit awake at night going, wow. (laughs) You
0: You are going to (laughs) love Doctor Who then. There is a lot of that. There is a lot of that.
1: Listen, I mean, I'm not saying I don't appreciate it. I'm just saying it takes over way more of my brain power than it should.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's all timey-wimey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But anyways, I have... Okay, so more kind of like random you know yeah, little yeah. tiny thoughts so wasn't isn't dean's leather jacket daddy winchester's old leather jacket right i think so from what i remember yeah and i don't think it like it, it's not like a spoiler or anything it's just right it was like it oh yeah i mean it makes sense it's something that is like oh yeah okay duh yeah um but is that the jacket that he's wearing in this episode?
0: I don't think so. I think it's I a jacket that... I don't know if he was like wearing a leather
1: jacket or not.
0: I don't think it was. And I I think that it's something that Daddy Winchester had, like, like while the later. kids were growing up. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I was just like, huh. Because mm-hmm. that would have been perfect if he would have been wearing the jacket that was, like, the, you know, like... Yeah, that would have been familiar. cool. That's a nice jacket. It's for, like, way older or whatever. Yeah. but. Anyways, also, like, how cheap were cars that they're like, oh, I'll take an extra $250 off of it now that's like, pfft, right, and keep it $250, yeah. it's not going to do me any good. I mean, that might be like a car payment for a month, but still.
0: Yeah, for real. Like, I noticed that too. I was just like, ugh.
1: Like, how much did they buy the Impala for?
0: Was there a sticker on there? I can't remember. I don't think so. I
1: feel like I need to go back and look and see if there's, like, a sticker on the window or something. I feel like I
0: would have written it down if there was, but I don't know.
1: I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. I mean, I remember thinking, like, $250. That must have been a cheap car, you know?
0: Yeah. That was a lot of money back then. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, money was worth way more (laughs) than it is now. But, anyways.
0: Well, what was your favorite moment?
1: So, my two favorite moments the first one was when daddy winchester was like so hurt about hearing about sonny and cher oh yeah <laughs> was that was like, really
0: funny
1: i can't get over this you know it's he like, was just wait, like what? all of his little dreams had been crushed yeah <laughs> it's like oh who kicked the puppy I know. <laughs> poor guy um also when dean says sammy wherever you are mom's a babe i'm going to hell again yeah yeah that (laughs) was a great part and he
0: you could tell in that moment that he just like loved seeing mary and john together and happy and Mm -hmm. all of that he just looked delighted at all of it so that was really cute
1: oh yeah yeah so what is your favorite moment or moments from this episode
0: my favorite moment was when sam was saying goodbye to mary and he is Asking, I, I just love the whole scene. He's like, tell me what John is like, because he has no idea what his father, Dean, saying? Dean is asking Mary.
1: Okay, you said Sam.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was like. Dean is, <laughs> Dean is asking young Mary what Daddy Winchester is actually like, mm-hmm. because he only knows, like, hard. military, him, military yeah. yeah, you know, and, and she's like, he's just kind and. Sweet and Dean just like, huh? Dean is just like, I don't even know this man. Yeah. You know, like I don't even know what we're talking about. And then when he's trying to tell her not to get out of bed and blah blah blah, and he's single man tears and mm-hmm. it was just like,
1: Oh God, Mama don't. I know. It was it just really,
0: really got me.
1: Mama hoed you. <laughs> oh,
0: when, oh, no. K- when Killian was really little, oh. probably probably not even two yeah he used to he he would stand on the floor and hold his arms up and say
1: mama hold you (laughs) and it was so cute well because you all the time you'd ask him did you want mama to hold you or whatever and he would be like mama hold you yeah he doesn't do that anymore so pitiful
0: I know (laughs) you know what though he just started getting real snuggly yeah I don't know what's happened in the last week but he'll just like crawl all over me and then come in for a snuggle and just stay there and I love it I hope it's a phase that lasts like five to ten more years <laughs> okay not ten that'd be creepy <laughs> he's old,
1: he he'd
0: mean. be 14
1: <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean hugs and stuff are fine oh, sure like, hugs I, I feel like though not that it would be a bad thing but it would be kind of strange if a 14 year old kid was like can i cuddle with my mom and yeah be like, I mean, sure, but also what? Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: a little weird. I'll stick with the five
1: years.
0: (laughs) That's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Um, It's not really a meme, but I saw it on Facebook a bunch of times where it says there was a, a last time that your parents ever picked you up. Mm-hmm. and you're just like oh
1: <laughs> yeah there's there, the there, there they, was a the time like, that they
0: picked you up or put you down and never mm-hmm. picked you back up
1: yeah <laughs> like, it's like oh. i've seen one that it's like it was a whole list of them though it was like there was the last time that your parents like put you down and never picked you back up again there was the last time that you, you know parents were able to like feed you a bottle there was a last time in all these different things and it's like Dude, why? I know. <laughs> why did you bring all that up? That's just like it's depressing, depressing as depressing, fuck. Yeah, you know? I don't like, like it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so our interesting facts from this episode: um, the diner scene where Dean meets his young father, John Winchester, for the first time pays, ho- pays homage. Blah, blah, blah. To the same scene in Back to the Future where Marty first met his young father George McFly, also in the diner. Uh, the only difference is the year, 1973, not 1955.
0: Yeah, I've seen all those movies and I don't remember a damn thing because I was so little when I watched them. I vaguely I remember need watching to at least him. one. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I remember the second one. I think more. Uh, and the third one. The third one was where they're like in the wild, wild west, right? With oh, trains. Oh, I have no idea. I didn't yeah. see that one. I think, yeah, I remember that one the most. Probably because I was a little older when I watched those. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I mean, I remember the car vaguely and the mm-hmm. guy with the crazy hair. Yeah, Doc Brown. Uh, yeah, that was about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, oh, where is okay. Um. The song playing in the diner at the beginning is the Allman Brothers' Ramblin' Man. Uh, the date on the newspaper is April 30th, 1973. Um, Ramblin' Man didn't come out until September of
0: 1973 oh
1: man <laughs> somebody done messed up yeah actually
0: I think there's another interesting facts that talks about why they played that song oh okay so that's probably they were probably like fuck it it's the same year yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: whatever yeah uh we Uh, Dean asks Mary to please remember to not get out of bed on November 2nd, 1983, the night that she was killed. Um, Since we know from earlier episodes that the demon attacked on the night Sam is exactly six months old, we know that Sam's birthday is May 2nd, 1983. Hmm. Okay. Um, One of the demons is named Dr. Brown, same name as Christopher Lloyd's character in Back to the Future. Yep, Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown. Um, In the Beginning is a Journey album released in 1980 uh when dean asks young john if he knows where to get the cell or where to get cell phone reception in his flip phone uh john answers the uss enterprise uh the designers of the flip phone purposely made the first cell phones to mirror the communicators from the classic tv series star trek
0: i did not know that
1: i didn't yeah that's awesome yeah I really That's, that's kind of cool. So he saw it and he was like, you've got some like movie prop or something. Yeah. That's probably. That's why he wasn't. So I was expecting him to be like, what is that thing?
0: Yeah. To ask any questions. But he seemed to just be kind of like one word He's answering. Like, right, okay,
1: whatever. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, he just probably is like this lunatic here. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the beginning is a reference to the gospel of John 1, 1. Um, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It is also the very first line in the Bible, book of Genesis 1, 1. Um, in the beginning God has made heaven and earth. Or God made heaven and earth, depending on...
0: I've never heard...
1: Yeah. Anyways. I think somebody misquoted that on the... Probably. don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's has made, I think it's just made. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Uh, Dean asks asks bleh, bleh, I can't say that word right now <laughs> It's okay <laughs> <Axes>. <laughs> Castiel if the angels got their hands on a DeLorean one of the several references to Back to the Future mm-hmm. um, is that the car yes okay uh if you look closely at Mary's charm bracelet you can see a men of letters charm which oh, yeah. I totally missed yeah I just saw the like anti possession mm-hmm. symbol. I didn't see anything. I didn't like I saw it, but only things.
0: because I was looking for it. Yeah. Because I had heard that before. Oh yeah, I've yeah.
1: never heard that one. Mm-hmm. But See, I'm seeing all these th- or I'm hearing about all these things and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't remember seeing that in the episode." And I'm like, "I need to rewatch it." Mhm. I haven't This is why people rewatch Supernatural like 18 times. I know. What you should do
0: before you watch an episode is look up interesting facts on IMDb. Yeah. And then so it'll be in your mind to know what to look for. Yeah. Do I do that? No. But I should. I don't.
1: (laughs) I totally should do it. I should too. Yeah. But I don't. (laughs) Um, in the diner scene, Dean mentions that Sonny and Cher broke up, causing puzzled responses as it's two years away in 1975. Um, the fact that Ramblin' Man by Allman Brothers is playing at the same time is a subtle nod to the fact that Cher married Greg Allman right, uh, right after breaking up with Sonny.
0: Jeez. So.
1: Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, in the beginning is the opening lyric for ACDC's Let There Be Rock. Cool. Um, which I don't know that song. (laughs) um and it says in the commentary track for this episode eric kripke hey good job saying his name i have to slow down though now to say because i messed it up so many times i'm just like okay focus (laughs) 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 um he states that the greatest inspirations for supernatural were three things the sandman comics the hellblazer comics and neil gaiman's american gods
0: So, I've never read any of those, but... Neither have I. (laughs) But, interesting fact, the Hellblazer comics are the comics that have the main character, John Constantine, and um, there is a Keanu Reeves movie called Constantine, which is amazing, and you should totally watch it. It's really, really good. I feel like... Have I heard of that? Um, I don't know. But, the character in the comics, Constantine, wears a trench coat and a tie, and they <laughs> made uh, Castiel in that, that trench coat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, they're the same. It's the same outfit. Oh, okay. And they did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I need to read the Sandman comics. I hear they're amazing. I by everybody.
1: Never, yeah, I've never really been able to get into like reading comics. I felt that way for a
0: long time, and then when Eric and I first got together, we started going to this comic book shop, and we would do this thing where we'd buy a bunch of comics and then get naked and read them. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what they have is a buttload of Lovecraft comics. So uh, Lovecraft and also, like, Stephen King stories and comic book forums, so Uh um, just lots and lots of horror. So that's how, that's how he got me, (laughs) you know? That's what happened. Naked
1: horror stories. I know.
0: Totally perfect. It's <laughs> the weight of my heart, apparently.
1: <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Yep. So our um, our haunting research from this week or from this weekend. Ugh, I mean, I guess from this week. It is the weekend. Um this is off of army.mil. Um and it's about so it's, this is in Fort Leavenworth, uh, which is in Kansas. Uh, so we were trying to think, or we were trying to look up stuff in Lawrence, but there's only like a couple of things that really show up about Lawrence, and one of them we want to go over later on because it's like a big part of one of the episodes. Yeah. So we went for just in Kansas in general, and this sounded, you know, promising. So, yeah. Um, so this is Family Has Unusual Experiences Living in a Haunted House, and this is on... Fort Leavenworth, I guess. Okay. Um, So it says Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, um, and it says when the something family, and it's got like a plus and minus in the name, but it's in that every single time, so I'm guessing they just like don't want to say the family name. Okay. Um, So when the, I'm just going to say when the M family. Okay. Uh, So yeah, when the M family moved to the rookery at 14 Sumner Place last February, they knew it was an unusual house, and this is from... 2009, so they've been there for a while now, if they're still there. Um, At first, things begin to disappear. Anne was moving in with her four boys when she thought she misplaced her cell phone. Then the remote control to her digital video recorder was gone. Then the family's wireless phone disappeared. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, On a Friday night, the family went out to eat, and uh, Lieutenant Colonel Carlos M. remembers looking through his wife's purse. Uh, The next morning, the cell phone, the remote control, and the telephone... Uh, were all mysteriously stacked neatly in Anne's purse. Ooh, creepy. Yeah, uh, the two homes that make up the Rookery, 12 and 14 Sumner, are not the only are not the only oldest homes in Kansas built in 1827. Are not only not the only. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was like that didn't make any sense. Um, but are also said to be one of many fort one of many Fort Leavenworth's haunted buildings. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's okay. Get it together. I was Michelle. having a
0: hard time with my two. <laughs>
1: Uh, dozens of homes and buildings throughout Post have been reported as having ghosts or other unexplained phenomena. Uh, the Friends of the Frontier Army Museum organizes a haunted walking tour of Post each year around Halloween as a fundraiser for the museum. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, Ann M. said that she was pleased to make her home at the Rookery one of the haunted tour stops this year. She said there would be a storyteller in her furnace room where tourists would see the home's historic hand-hewn logs that form floor joists. Wow. Um, Historians estimate the trees were cut in 1827, which means they would have been growing during the Revolutionary War era. Um, However, Anne said she wouldn't be surprised if tourists experienced some type of unexplained event in her house. They've had so many occurrences that they can't even remember them all, she said. (laughs) There are sounds of door opening and footsteps going up the stairs, sounds of furniture moving across the floor upstairs, doors that are locked Open by themselves and lights turn on by themselves. Oh,
0: that's so creepy. The locked door thing would really freak me out. Yeah,
1: that's like you're not safe. You can't, like, you can't get away. Yeah. You know? Um. One night, Anne noticed the light had been off in the basement after she had told her son to turn it off. They went down a second time to turn. Oh wait. wait, wait. Off. You
0: said it was off. Did you mean it was on?
1: One night, one night, Anne noticed the light had been left on in okay. the basement. Sorry, after she had told her son to turn it off. Okay, so on or off is, like, directly under the word on in the sentence. I just, like, skipped down to the next sentence. (laughs) I was like, what did I do? Um, They went down a second time to turn off the light, but when they reached the top floor, it was on again.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
1: Whatever presence is in her house doesn't seem to mind people, but doesn't seem to appreciate the M family's Pets, especially the cats. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the family has noticed their pets being let outside when no one's in the house. Um, when their small cat Lucy tried to sleep on the bed one night, they heard loud banging for hours. Ooh! All of this I, I don't is just like so it. sketchy. <laughs> um once and noticed her large cat missy at the top of the stairs not moving as though she were being held down by something the cat's hair stood on end except for one spot on her back about the size of a hand oh my god that's what i was like i was reading this earlier and i'm like oh i'm gonna say this and you're like what is it what is that i'm like i'm yeah. not gonna tell you You're that gonna is hear it. so creepy that's so sketchy oh, poor kitty <laughs> i mean clearly it didn't harm the cat but yeah it was like the cat couldn't move you know Yeah. Oh, that's Um, creepy. That's just all the things that I would never want to happen. Yeah. Anne said at first they weren't sure what to believe. Uh, They came up with excuses such as the furnace making noise, the wind blowing against the house, or the foundation settling, but there were some things they couldn't explain. Uh, This is a quote from her. We were trying to debunk it instead of, you know, just saying, oh, it was a ghost. We just haven't been able to explain it, she said. So that's why we're just saying it's something abnormal. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) You know, a little bit. Some might say supernatural.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I totally yawned. I like (laughs) laughed and then I
1: yawned. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, um, Oh, my eyes. Okay. Uh, The youngest son, Ryan, nine. So he'd be was 2009, so this is 10 years ago, so he'd be 19 now, Mm -hmm. um, is always trying to come up with debunking theories, Ann said. And Ryan said he hasn't experienced anything unusual. Oh, that's nice. Um, The M family isn't the first occupant of 14 Seminar to report unexplained events. People have reported hearing noises from an old woman, a man, and an angry girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Some speculate the old woman is Mary Pinkney Hardy MacArthur. What a name. (laughs) The mother of General Douglas MacArthur. Um, who lived in the house with her son for a short time. In addition, on the north side of the house where she lived, and indeed, in addition, on the north side of the house is where she lived, and indeed, that is where the family reported hearing noises. Um, around Memorial Day, Anne was cleaning house to get ready for visiting relatives. Um, she had received a notice from Frontier Heritage Communities that maintenance workers would be coming to her house. She opened the door that led downstairs to the furnace room to grab some cleaning supplies. A man's face appeared near the bottom of the staircase in the doorway that leads to the furnace room. Oh, no. Uh, that's... Wor- like, I feel like, to me, hearing things and seeing things move and stuff, that's one thing. Seeing a face, I'm right out of there. Yeah. I'd be moving yesterday you know like this is is
0: so freaking creepy oh
1: yeah um so assuming he was part of the maintenance crew and said oh hey grab your cleaning supplies and close the door the man smiled at her the next yep. day, the real maintenance crew showed up. They didn't know anyone matching Anne's description, a pointy face, mustache, and salt and pepper hair. Oh
0: my god.
1: Um, I just said mustache really weird. Mustache. Mustache. Mustachio. look at me, a mustachioed man. <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyways, um, Anne was worried that one of the tourists interested in the rookery had come in unannounced or that someone may have broken into her house. It wasn't until she was looking through the book Fort Leavenworth, Gateway to the West by J. Patrick Hughes that she realized the man she saw might have been a ghost. She recognized his picture almost immediately. Um, Major Edmund Ogden, uh, quartermaster of Fort Leavenworth in the mid-1800s. Wow. Uh, sons Adam and Aaron have learned to sleep with music on so they don't have to listen to mo- noisy footsteps in each other's bedrooms at Ew. night. Ew. <laughs> uh. And said each boy hears footsteps in his brother's room, but not his own. The footsteps continue through both rooms when the door adjoining their rooms is open, but stop when the door is shut. Oh my god. So whatever it is, is like walking back and forth between the rooms, it sounds like. Um, Carlos said that this isn't his first experience with a haunted house. His family's ancestral home in Mexico is known to be haunted, and one of his homes growing up in El Paso, Texas was also haunted. Seems like he is just a magnet for that. Yeah. Um, he said he wouldn't have moved his family into the house if he were worried about their safety. The first day he came to visit, sunlight was pouring in all the windows, and the house was warm and inviting. If the house was not a nice house, it would, it wouldn't have survived. He said. Yeah. One ghostly presence seems to care about the family's well-being. It's a M family joke that if someone gets mouthy to mom, a ghost might punish them.
0: Oh, my God. I need to. This is like the eyes in the back of your head. Yeah. Thing. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, One of the boys had received new track shoes and was arguing with his mom the night before a meet. The next morning, his shoes were gone. They were missing for days until a relative found them in a corner of the furnace room. Oh, Um, wow. Another one of the boys was arguing with his mom one night, and the next morning, he couldn't find his boots. He left his boots in the living room on the main floor, and they were missing moments later. Uh, The boy apologized to the ghost, saying he would be late for church if he didn't find the boots. He turned the corner, and the boots were underneath the dining room table. Oh, my God. I've got, okay, listen, the little hairs on, okay, not the little hairs on my legs, the big hairs on my legs (laughs) currently are standing up. (laughs) That's so creepy. I don't like any of it. Um, The oldest son, Ian, was getting ready to leave for college and arguing with his mom. Uh, When she warned him about the ghost, he thought it was funny. He placed his wallet and keys next to the computer, and in the morning, his debit card was missing from inside the wallet. They know he used it that night because he bought books online. The debit card has still not been found. <laughs> A lot smaller thing, oh easier to gosh. hide. Yeah. Um, the M family uh, love their historic home, even with its haunted quirks. They plan to stay at least until the end of their assignment in January 2011. So more than likely, there's probably somebody else living there. Yeah, now. probably. Um, they enjoy sharing their home with others and like to have visitors who were previous occupants in the home, especially if they're still living.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> oh. So, and then it gives us more um, information about, you know, how to do tours and all that oh, sort yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah, that would but, be pretty cool. Like, listen, one of the, I think the two sketchiest things out of that, the first one would have to be... The cat. The cat. Yeah. Getting held down. Like, oh, the cat's hair is sticking up everywhere else except for on one spot and the cat mysteriously can't move. Yeah. Um, and then the face. Yeah, oh, Yeah. Like, I can't... Also, like... I mean, all of that is sketchy, but those are, like, the two worst, I think. Yeah, I think
0: so, too. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
1: Just... Ugh. I like it. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> well, what was your idget or ass butt moment?
1: So... My... I'm gonna go with this is an assbutt moment, because it kind of involved my ass butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. My parents and I went to a rodeo last mm-hmm. night, and... You know, there, there's just multiple things that happened. So we get to the rodeo, right? We're kind of running late. I mean, we got there like 15 minutes after it started, right? Mm-hmm. We get there. It's sold out. We're like are you kidding? You know, like we drove a half hour to get to this thing. Right. And there's no tickets and so we're like, okay, but they they let you into the grounds. Mm -hmm. You just can't go into the stands where you're And So there is an area over by, um, like the warm-up pen where they all, they're all like warming up their horses Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff where some of like the calf shoots are and that sort of stuff where they load them. Um, so we kind of hung out near there. There were some bleachers, so we could kind of, like, sit on the bleachers and see a little bit, and if we stood on the bleachers, then we could, like, mm-hmm. see a fair amount of the arena. Not all of it, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we did that for most of the, the thing, and then we, you know, my mom was like, I'm gonna go find some place to wander, like, see if we can find something else. I'm like, we've already walked through all we can walk through. This is it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a tiny little arena. It's not, like, there's gonna be any other places that we haven't already found you know, yeah but so uh, she asked one of the um the employees or whatever she's like can we like there's a bunch of people leaving and they're not coming back they're leaving with little kids it's dark outside like can we go in you know Mm and you know so the the lady did let us in which was super nice of her um but yeah it was just kind of like it just kind of sucked but then okay so we go to leave after the rodeo's over because we saw the last like two events we saw barrel racing which is what i really wanted to see like that's why i go to yeah Rosa, but we got to see that in the stands so that was nice
0: that's
1: cool um but anyway so we see like the two events or whatever and we're on our way out and we're like gonna go get in the car i'm like okay i need to like i need to pee before we go because gonna yeah. be like a half hour and i don't even know you know um, so I go there's like six guys in line in front of me for these outhouses, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And me not thinking, I go into the out or I go into the porta potty, right? Mm-hmm. And I sit down on the seat and it is wet.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: that is the worst. And I was like, oh my god, like guys Okay, I'm just gonna make a public service announcement right now. Yeah put up the freaking toilet seat if you're gonna pee, especially in a public place. And it's not, like, just a guy's bathroom. Like, I feel like guys kind of know, like, oh, you know, I I, I don't know, they must know to, like, wipe the seat or something before they sit down, because, like, girls don't have to worry about that. You know, like, we don't pee on the seat, we sit on it, you know. So, like, I go in there and it was, like, wet, you know. That's so gross. Like, multiple people had probably peed on this toilet seat. Yeah. And I go, (laughs) and I sit down and I'm like, you know, like, it's too late. Well, I am where I am now. Yeah. And I'm like trying to like wipe off my legs. You mm-hmm. know, like <laughs> this is disgusting. This has happened
0: to me before. I totally understand. Oh, it
1: was the worst. And it was like strangers pee too. It I wasn't know. even just like, oh, it's like you know every once in a while if like you know my brother's using the bathroom or whatever he, you know he sprinkles on the seat or something yeah. like it's just like eh. i mean it's not as bad it's not good either right. but it's not as bad as like stranger urine you know? yeah, yeah yeah no i <laughs> so, totally yeah. agree those guys were ass butts for not lifting up the seat or not taking the time it. to wipe it like come on yeah. you know you peed on the seat <laughs> sprinkle that shit yeah <laughs> or don't is... sprinkle that don't wipe that that's very awful. I'm oh, so sorry. Oh, it's disgusting. So yeah, they were ass butts and then it involved my ass butt because yes. my ass butt was wet after. That. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Anyways. So, what um, was your original ass wet
0: moment? All right. Well, while we were in Rhode Island. We um got Eric's younger brother, Kevin, the movie Shazam, right. which has um Zachary Levi in it, the guy who plays Chuck, you know? Yeah, what I mean? I've
1: seen I've seen I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen okay. um the previews and stuff for it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's this kid who's like in his early high school years and he, I'm not going to ruin it, but he gets these special powers and to use them he has to say the word Shazam which is like the name of the Magical entity that gives that gave him his power, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So he says Shazam and he transforms into Zachary Levi. Mm -hmm. And it's it's said that he's turned into like the best version of himself, okay? So that's why. So he's suddenly older, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And so to and then he, you know, takes the movie to learn all his different powers or whatever. Mm -hmm. But so he has to say Shazam, yeah, and to turn back into himself in like kid form, he says Shazam, Mm -hmm. right? So Killian loved this movie, yeah, right? And so he was running around going shazam and then he'd do a little kick or a little punch he'd be like shazam shazam is really cute right yeah. so later that evening i'm giving killian we're taking a shower
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um i'm washing his feet and his legs i'm crouched down in front of him mm-hmm. and he just goes he's got his eyes closed because he's got soap all over his face he goes shazam and punches me right in the eye <laughs> oh, God. Like so hard yeah. uh, it was. I
1: I mean I shouldn't laugh, but that was kind of. It was it was
0: so cute. I mean, it hurt a lot, but it was adorable. So, anyways, what an ass. But I did not get a black eye, but I thought I was going to. It was that hard. I was surprised I didn't. Yeah. So, anyways, that happened.
1: Well, that's unfortunate. I told
0: him not to do it when while his eyes were closed, so he didn't punch anybody in the face again.
1: I mean, solid advice. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Anyway. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at Idjits and <laughs> I said that so wrong. I just like slurred my way a through that. Idjits and Assbutts. <laughs> okay, <I> Assbutts. Assbutts. <laughs> you can email us at Idjits and Podcast at gmail.com. The word "and" is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idjits and Assbutts, a Supernatural Podcast. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is Idjits and Thanks again. Thank
1: you.